Thank you so much for joining us on a very exciting episode of The Complainer's Compound. I am your complaining host, Berto Montes. Today's topic is going to be a touchy one, at least for most people and myself. It's um on why kids suck. I know we all have our own reasons, um, but you're going to hear mine today why why do kids suck let's let's start with something that really bothers me about them they really ruin sex and sexuality it is god awful that they're even around i i can't initiate any mood with my wife as long as there's children alive in the room or in the house um let me give you a quick example. Uh, my wife and I, you know, we're in bed together and um, I look at my hand and it's super lonely and I think to myself, you know what this hand can use right now? A nice titty. And my wife, she has beautiful breastuses and I like squeezing them. But, uh, but I can't because um, my daughter would come in the room because she had a nightmare and she'll go in between us, and I can't exactly go over her just to squeeze a nice titty or a nice juicy ass. So it, it really kills just that that vibe right there. Um, another one is, let's say, on my days off, I know what it takes to get laid. I'm not that fucking stupid. It takes a a, a great environment. That that's what women want. Just a, a a a nice environment. What does that mean? It means a clean house. It means um, chores are done. Uh, it means me being clean. I mean, the bed made. Uh, who knows? Uh, the food done. Everything. When, when my wife comes home, she works a nice 10-hour shift. She works hard. She's one of the hardest workers I've ever met. She comes home. You know, she doesn't have sex in her mind. She comes home. She, she's tired, yo. But I'm going to create an environment where sexuality could be an opportunity so i go out of my way clean the house you name it everything's done the house is immaculate she comes home set up her plate for her hey have a seat food's done too you're hungry right she goes yeah yeah thanks and i can start looking you know i see her she's looking at me like man this guy's fucking doing good right now but what's fucking it up you look to my right and my left got my daughter staring at me knowing exactly what I want from their mother. And they go and they just ruin it. Hey, Audrey, eat your dinner. Oh, I don't want to eat this crap. Oh, I'm not hungry. Can I eat some chips? Oh. I mean, I spent an hour and a half cooking, by the way. And I got to get mad. And then my wife's like, hey, don't be so hard on the kids. And I'm like, oh, God, I could see it killing the vibe. Okay, I look to my other mother, daughter, who's two. Hey, baby, eat your food. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh, that's all she says. I'm like, what the fuck? Is the food got that? Is it that bad? Let me taste that shit. And I'll taste it. Yeah, sometimes it sucks. But the majority, I mean, who cares? What I, what happened to me when I was that age? Not Maybe not two, but when I was like seven, six or seven, I didn't eat my food. My dad, my dad whooped my ass. He slapped me right across the head. What the fuck you doing? Eat your food. You know how hard that was? You know how much food costs in this world? I would even argue it was even cheaper back then, that cheap bastard. No, I had to eat that food. You better believe that. <laughs> nah. They had, no, forget it. 
food, boom, that ruined the dinner right there, right? Five seconds later, that clean house, that, that once clean house, immediately dirty. They destroy it. They get up. They play with all their toys. They dump it. They, they grab everything. They, I'm like, come on. Just ruining the environment. You know what I'm saying? By that time, my wife takes a shower. I'm like, hey, you know, I did a really good job with the house. I know it's dirty again, but, like, you got to see it my way. And she's like, yeah, you know, these kids, you know, just, I'm just tired. I'm like, fuck. Damn, man. You know, that's one issue, right? What's another issue? Money. Money. I work my ass off. Okay, if I was single or, or just with, you know, just or just dating or even if I had just a ser- or a wife with no kids, we would have a lot of money. These kids siphon money. It's a, as if they put a literal hole in my wallet and money just falls out and they grab it and collect it. I, I, I can't even begin to explain how expensive they are every time i make money at work i instantly think well that's not going to me these kids are constantly growing they don't stay one size they're not like their midget dad that just stays small forever i've had the same pair of shoes and shirts for the last five years i do not grow okay these kids are growing and how do they grow you may ask through food, food that I have to buy, and their clothes. I can't let them look like I looked when I was their age. I couldn't believe how stupid I looked for so long. My dad was smart. He would go to downtown L.A., we'd go to the fashion district, he'd buy all of our clothes, three kids, for $60. I mean, granted, the colors were just ridiculous. Purples and yellows and oranges and, and reds. That never matched. You know, it was like, I mean, yeah, those colors aren't bad, but I don't want to look like Ronald McDonald every day. You know, come on. Now, these kids have to look good. You know, this is this is the times that we're in. You can't you can't play that old that bullshit that that you can just put whatever on these kids and that kids are kids. No, they got to look good. It's an Instagram world. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Bullshit. So and that's. That's that's a big one. It, it, it's it's the money, and I get that, and it, and it racks up. Movies are five ninety nine, unless I'm stealing them. You know, they they need toys. They gotta entertain themselves. iPads and shit. Apple, they got me. You got me, guys. But that's that's. Those aren't really the main problems. The the main problem, and this is where we'll get into the meat and the potatoes. Is, is the love aspect of children. There is an attachment issue. And I'm not talking like an intimate attachment issue that like psychologists will talk about. Like, oh, what kind of attachment style are you with your partner? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just the, the, the pure love of children. Like how much love you have to give to them and how much love they give back. It, it's 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 wonderful. It really is. But you become so attached to that. It's hard to detach yourself from that. I mean, one of my fears is my, my daughter crossing the street to, and I mean, and the bus stop is fifty feet away, hundred feet away. Okay, it's a hundred feet away. She crosses the street. I'm like worried. 
Does she look both ways? I'm like looking at her, you know, I can't, I can't hold her hand every five seconds. I got to let her do her own thing. I can't be that helicopter parent. She crosses the street. I'm like sweating. I'm like, hey, man, look both ways. Don't you go dying on me. Because if she dies, I die twice. When she fails, I fail twice. That's how it feels to be a parent, at least in my perspective. So I'm constantly just watching, being nervous. It's like, what what a shitty feeling. What a primal fear I have. Just like, please, please live. Please don't leave me. How do you detach yourself from your child? It's a tricky one. One that I had to learn. Probably the hard way. These kids, they're they're going to be around you for a very long time. I would even argue at least 22 years. That's even if they leave the house. But by 16, or by puberty at least, they'll be completely over you. You're more of a burden than anything else. I mean, not always, but at least that's how I viewed it when I was growing up. I couldn't wait to leave that goddamn house. I feel like my dad probably felt the same way, but I know my mom was hurting. Please don't go. Stay here. Come on, I'll help you. I'll take care of you. I'm like, no, you took care of me already. Let me go out there. I can do it. And she's like, no, you can't. <laughs> you know? They see something that we don't. When I was 16, I was like, what are you talking about? I could be president of the United States. It's just fucking easy. No, it is not easy. They knew how hard it was, but they didn't want us to go out there because because of how hard it was. Just stay here. Stay here, and as long as you can't stay here, as long as you can. You know, are you going to be over them? No. Hell no. You're going to love them until your own last breath. And if we can only be so lucky for that to happen. You're going to love them forever. It's just not going to stop. You're going to love them more and more and more and more. I would argue because they love you with conditions. It's different from loving unconditionally. And I'll get back to that in a second. How do you detach yourself from these kids? I have to immerse myself in them. I have to really try to immerse myself in these in these kids. And you're saying, well, that, that defeats the purpose, right? No, 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 no. We're so attached because there's so much more going on. Like, we're not meeting our own incentives and motives. And it's like, okay, we're putting those things on the back burner and then we're getting these children and being like okay well they're gonna give us at least the love i was i was missing or they're gonna give us something that i was missing i'm investing so much i'm gonna get something in return right now right unfortunately not and the roi with children is many years in the future many 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 years you're not gonna see a lot of of what you're supposed to get with them but You've got to immerse yourself in them. And the problem with immersing yourself in them is that you really don't, you say you do, but you're still distracted. And, and your heart, it's hard to concentrate on even 
truly stopping everything you're doing and loving them, like not checking your, your email or thinking about something different. Once you're able to fully concentrate and focus on them and immerse yourself in them, even for like five minutes, it's going to give a world a difference because you're going to feel okay to detach yourself from them. You see what I'm saying? The attachment issue is that they, your body and mind wants to constantly think and be there for them. But you got to let go just a little bit. And a good way to do that is to really immerse yourself in them. Here's a really simple way to do it. When you look at them, really look at them. Look into their eyes. Even for a second. What color is it? Has the color changed? Like, Ask yourself those questions. When you touch them, how soft is their skin? You know, when I caress my, I like run my fingers through my daughter's hair, they have long hair. I'm like, look how soft that is. It's it's an easy trick to start immersing myself in them. And then I feel so loved and I want to give more love. But then I know I, my brain is going to be distracted once again. But at least I gave them that much. Because to them, they're going to remember that. And say, man, this guy really, really cared about us. I remember how he stopped and focused just on us. And that's my trick to, to kind of detach. It's like, I use memento mori. It's like, I know, I don't know much in this world. But I know one thing. My time here is going to end. It's finite. It's going to end. It could end tomorrow. It can end as soon as I press finish on this podcast. That's a real, that's, that's, that's real. That may happen. So treat, not everything, but as much as you can, create an opportunity where you're immersing yourself that deeply in them. Because when you need to detach, truly detach, you're ready for that. When they're ready to detach from you, you're ready for that. You can go back into that Rolodex in your mind and say, oh yeah, I love deeply. And it's okay to let go. Because what is true love? True love. With condition or unconditionally. Because I think there's two different types of love. Love with condition and love unconditionally. But both of those versions, they're true when you're able to let go. True love is truly wanting that other person to succeed or to be happier than you. That's real love. When you look at someone else other than your egotistical self, self-centered self, and say, that person needs to succeed more. I'm going to get them there. But they need to leave, and you got to let go. All right. What else do I got here? We need to give these kids a little bit more effort, and that valuable effort is going to be done once you start asking better questions. I always talk about questions because if you're not satisfied or your expectations aren't met, you're going to be walking around distracted. That's 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 what I'm trying to say. It's like you're dealing with them, but you're really in your mind, in the back burner, you're dealing with 10 other things. And then you just want to go on social media or your phone just to like alleviate some of that pain. And then you, you're always putting them 
almost your children and yourself on a back burner. Like, I have too much, I have too much, I have too much. You got to focus on that one thing. I don't know what that one thing is. It's probably going to start with asking better questions. There might be an evolutionary code involved when it comes to loving children. Like, like when they cross the street, and I'm like, oh my God, please don't kill yourself. It's like, okay, I know there's an, like an evolutionary something going on, uh, some sort of code where obviously the species needs to survive and needs to continue. So that's that's another issue that's happening. So when you have kids, you're like, okay, the species is now continuing, but you got to take care of it <laughs> until they're able to do it on their own. And when it comes to humans, other than other animals, uh, at an evolutionary standpoint or a biology standpoint, um, they children require much more attention, much, 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 much more attention. Um, the the, the it, what's cool is that their brains are constantly sucking in information, but um, they're so fragile, much more fragile than any other creature on this earth. So you really got to be there for them. And when I talk about the return on investment, it it, it is, it is long term, but that's also cool too because if you believe that what you get back from children is going to be many years down. It's also due to the better questions that you're asking yourself. How do I become a better person, a better version of me, so these kids have a better opportunity for themselves and versus just having a child and walking away from it? And, and, and that's, I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the way I love and the, what I want for my children. Hopefully you can relate to this. And if you can, if let's say you had to walk away from a child or something, then maybe you can't relate. But at least in this podcast, this is what I'm talking about. Um, also, too, I, I kind of believe that there's probably more misery with children than there is happiness. I think a lot of people would disagree with me, but I think in the long run, yeah, there's... I have more shitty memories <laughs> than I have good memories. Um, the good memories are really good. And they, when I go back to them, I feel great. And I know they have a lot of good memories. But they, they, don't, they don't get to see what happens behind the scenes to make this movie work. Um, I remember when my first daughter was born, I was, well, I guess I was been, I've been working nights maybe the last 12 years. And um, I have my wife who wasn't my wife at the time came in to my room and she said hey and that's another story trust me she came in she got my water broke it was like 5 30 in the morning i don't think she had audrey until 4 30 the next day so i was up that entire time and then i had two days off work and then um i had to go back to work i worked at 5 p.m got off at 12 and uh, baby was up at 12.30, and it was my shift, and she didn't go to sleep until 4.30. I went to sleep at 4.30, and she woke up at 7.30. And um, my wife was already, she was already gone. She was gone to work. She worked a, a day shift. So I got no sleep, and then that was on and off until she took a nap, and then I went back to work, and I had bags under my eyes, dark circles for at least two years. It was horrible. Um, especially working at a restaurant, which is super high pace, a lot of energy. I, I don't know where I got the energy, but I had to do it because if I didn't, people weren't, weren't going to eat and my bills weren't going to be paid. It, it was, it was ex extremely, extremely difficult. 
little did I know that that type of um, obstacle is very important um, for for personal growth and really seeing how much you can take in yourself. I mean, there were, I didn't know that my body can do half the things that I've done because of children. I mean, I was a real piece of shit prior to children. I mean, I, I was kind of lazy. I liked working, but not too hard. I didn't want to apply myself too much. I mean, I loved living in mediocrity. Like, I loved it. I just let's just do a little bit. I know there was something inside of me that I wanted to do more, but eh, I had no purpose. So, once the children came, I I started working harder, and that that was true. I, I just wish that, you know, people can just act that way without children. Like, <laughs> I wish I I had that in me because it it's still a hard road and it was it wasn't a hard road it still is a miserable road working late and i mean my bills back then were probably 3000 now they're close to 5000 I mean, nothing changes it just gets harder but at least i'm learning how to deal with all those problems um another point i want to make is it's hard when you have to let go. It's almost as if there's an IV in you and they're constantly filling it with happiness. I think my daughter just arrived. So... Yeah, one of the issues is, yeah, you got this IV, and then it's constantly dripping with their love, and then as soon as they want to leave, you're like, wait, if you leave, then the IV will stop. Please don't go. Please stay. And then you get this feeling of like, oh, my God, what's my purpose now? What what am I here for? It was supposed to be parenting. Now it's not. And that's that's kind of one of the issues I want to you know convey is you got to be careful. And that, again, it might be that attachment versus detachment issue. Don't you can you can be a good parent, but there comes a point where parenting was kind of the the side hustle. It wasn't your purpose. It wasn't everything, and now you're done. Now you have more in you, tons more. Children was almost like a. It was just an investment, you know. It's like you're invested in yourself. You now you're a way better person. You get to influence another another human being. What an experience. You get to experience more, but the experience wasn't your purpose. At what point was it your purpose to be just a parent? Have more. Okay? Because after parenting, there's nothing else. You know, you're, you're in constant, you're, you're always a parent. How could it go away? Find something else. Find another purpose. Do more. Don't just, when the kids leave, sit there and be like, okay, I'm going to be sit right here until you need me. What a waste of time. Don't show your kids that. Don't do that to them. You know? I can't wait for my daughters to ex- explore themselves, especially without me. How was everything? What did you learn? Was it fun out there? Oh, you got it. I wish you were there, man. I know you weren't, but 
Man, I'm learning so much. I do have some questions, though. Do you have some answers? Hmm. Maybe. Hopefully, I do. But the best I can do, and this is what I can't wait to tell my daughters, is let, let me see if I can give you a new angle, a new perspective. Because your life is not my life. Your incentives and motives aren't mine. I do want you to succeed because I love you unconditionally. But you want other things than what I want for you. So tell me, do you have a question for me? And if you do, the best I can do is answer it truthfully, but hopefully give you a new question, a better question to ask. Because the question you asked me earlier, was it really the question you wanted to ask? The best I can do is to give you more knowledge, give you new avenues for information. That's, that's the best I can do. Instill a thirst for knowledge in them. That's the best I can do. I'm telling you. The best I can do right now, other than giving micro hugs and kisses every day, all the time, until their last, excuse me, until my last breath, is can I instill this importance of learning? Can you learn more? That's the important part. I want them to to want to learn more. What's funny is I do these podcasts while my youngest daughter is sleeping, and she found me, and she's staring at me right now. Probably mad that I left the bed. The bed. Baby, I'm doing a podcast. Can you give me one second? Okay. Okay. Let me let me finish the podcast. I mean, yeah, this is a <laughs> this is a serious podcast, but <laughs> I mean, I'm glad she came in. But yeah, small kisses, you know, small hugs, big kisses, big hugs. The best I can do. Do you want to learn? Do you want to explore yourself? How resilient are you? How much can you can you give your body and your mind? Can you take it to the limits? If I can instill that inside of them, that belief that that is what living is, then I think I've succeeded. I think that's, that is my purpose, is that. So, in a closing message, remember there's an attachment and a detachment issue. Um, get a cultivate an environment where you are able to detach yourself, and that comes from the hugs and kisses and this new belief that the best you can do is instill of... Um, a belief system in them where they want to learn. That way they can ask better questions. Um, always give as much effort as you can. Um, don't get too stuck in your identity. That's a big one. Like this purpose thing. You know, try to try to let go of that. Um, do you need children to, to be this type of way? No, I, I can argue, you know, not having children is totally fine too. Um, helping people with children... <laughs> taking care of them, you know, like helping them out. I think that's just as important, honestly. If you don't want kids, don't worry about it. It's like help to help the people with the kids, you know. And I, if I can create that type of environment in people like, hey, you know, I want to help Roberto out today. It's like, okay, cool. Please, please do. I'll take the help. Um, do, do dogs count as, as children? No, you fucking idiot. They don't, okay? What's, what's the, I almost said shelf life. What's the, 
<laughs> what's the uh, when when do when when do dog how long did this, what's the life expectancy expectancy of 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 a, of a of a dog you know 20 15 20 30 years max i don't know okay it's like you're, you're going to see your dog die okay and then i hopefully you you don't see your children die you see what i'm saying they're going the purpose is the goal is for them to outlive you so yes dogs do not count I'm sorry, but I love, I love my Chihuahua so much. Fuck your Chihuahua, okay? Fucking yappy ass dog. Kind of looks like me, by the way. But the whole, the whole point is, it's like no, there's not the same thing. This dog isn't asking you questions about about the world and the, your the life around you. So quit, quit with that dog shit. Get it? Probably not. Um, uh, widen your perspective. Ask better questions. Boop. Yes, I did it. Yeah, I completed this podcast, even with my daughter waking up a little bit earlier than she was supposed to. Um, okay, so this is going to be like my sign-off. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you were able to retain a lot of this information. I think this is some pretty good stuff. Obviously, it's just me saying that because I'm an asshole, but uh, I think it's uh, not bad, you know? And for whatever reason you feel like it wasn't good, um, please do me a huge favor and uh, and uh, go fuck yourself.